podcast where a couple of goons talk about hockey. It's pretty self-explanatory. I am Neil Payne from 538. I am joined by my co-host, Walter Hickey of Insider. Hey, Walt. Hello. And Very excited for this one. Yes, we are delighted to have uh, our first ever guest, my 538 colleague, Emily Shearer. Hey, Emily. Hey, guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Honorary Goon Status. I love it. I'm excited. Yeah. So uh, So, we probably didn't describe fully the premise of the show, but for you and also for the listeners out there, (laughs) this is a show where uh, it's all about Walt's quest to become a uh, a hockey guy. And since you're a hockey gal, uh, we thought that it would be great to have you on and and assist him in in his journey uh, toward toward hockeyness he did level up a couple of episodes ago he's on level two right now um and i don't know maybe we can we can talk about by the end of the show whether or not he has achieved level three yeah i think that again like leveling up has to there has to be a material gain you know there has to be a moment at which you're just like ah yeah no i know more than i used to and today we're hitting a very excellent topic of just like why exactly do we even participate in hockey? And so uh, I guess getting at that, Emily, how'd you get interested in hockey? What, what team do you like? Yeah. So I, um, my top team is the Boston Bruins. So my mom's from Boston. So I grew up knowing all the Boston sports teams, but never really followed the Bruins. And then coincidentally, I turned on a game that was on NBCSN in the playoffs of 2012 and just like immediately loved it. I loved the speed. I loved all of it. And then, of course, naturally, I started following them really deeply. And of course, that was the year they won. Um, or maybe it was 2011. Whatever it was, I jumped on the bandwagon and they won the cup. So was, I loved was it. NBCSN known as Versus at that time? It was NBCSN at that time. Okay. I remember Versus from when they would air um, old Survivor seasons. So that's yeah. my Versus. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Yeah, but love the Bruins. I have a whole elaborate system of teams that I've picked up over the years, especially when I was in college. I would be working really late. So I had to pick up a Western Conference team to watch after all the Eastern Conference teams ended. Um, And now I have like, I think it's like nine teams that I follow in the postseason. Yes. Depending on how far they go. Yes. Give us your nine in order. Um, yeah, not to put you yeah. on the spot, but I do want to know these nine. Bruins. Number, number one, one is, is the Bruins. Bruins. Yeah, number, number two is the Nashville Predators. Preds, cool. Three Smashville. is the Minnesota Wild. Um, I believe four is the Anaheim Ducks because they are the affiliate to my hometown team, San Diego Gulls. Um, and then below that, you have Vegas Golden Knights, LA Kings. Um, and then I think I had maybe, maybe it was just seven. And then I had the Carolina hurricanes because I thought the whole plenty of goo or, uh, what was it? The storm surge was so fun. So I like, uh, picking up the weird, uh, little underdogs sometimes. Great. And they were the so e-bug it's... team last year too, which I think yes, helped. They were the e-bug team. They're great. And then I think somewhere in there is whatever team Blake, uh, Bolden is a scout for, so the teams that hire women get onto the tier list <laughs> and all of that. So seven. So it's acceptable to like enjoy one quarter of the league. So you have a one in four chance of, of enjoying yourself. Is that yeah. right? Cool. Exactly. And the tier system means that I know which team I'm rooting for in each context. But it also means I have a team to root for as the playoffs 
gets smaller and smaller and there's less teams left. This is going to be really important for me because I I decided to follow the Rangers and the Rangers have not manifested in the way that I thought that they were going to manifest. And um, that is what I will say about that. And um, yeah, so uh, it's good to know that not only is it allowable, but it's encouraged even to, to like up to seven teams. Eight is a bit much. I think we can all agree. I forgot that enough. the Rangers and the Islanders end up somewhere in there, given that I live in New York. So <laughs> it does go up to nine. <laughs> um, yeah, That's great. Well, based on the Rangers uh, playoff probability, I would say there's a 91.5% chance you'll have to find a fallback team by the start of the playoffs. 91.5% chance? Never tell me the odds. <laughs> I'll take 8.5. Let's do it. Go to the cup. It's going to be great. Um, young team. <clears throat> anyway, so uh, that kind of leads us into uh, team of the week. Neil, uh, as always, we continually plug, uh, you know, the exceptional GitHub of Neil Payne on this podcast. This is a pro GitHub podcast. Uh, and and I suppose, uh, Neil, can you tell us a little bit about what uh, your team of the week is? Yes. Uh, so this is based on our ELO ratings and looking at the team that has picked up the most points in the last week. And uh, this year, uh, this week's team of the week is the New York Islanders. They have picked up 11 points of ELO since last week. Uh, they've won four of their last five. They beat the Buffalo Sabres three to nothing in the Sabres first game in about I don't know, three weeks or something like that uh, recently. Uh, and this is a team that uh, has has already gone through some ups and downs during the season. They stumbled a little bit out of the gate uh, and didn't seem like they would be you know, living up to the postseason performance that they had last year. Uh, but they've really picked it up uh, recently and uh, are, are now playing into the form that we expected of them. Uh, and it's great to see... Uh, you know, at least one New York area team, if it can't be the Rangers, if it can't be the Devils, who, again, another team that hadn't actually played a game in what felt like a month uh, until really recently, that the Islanders uh, can kind of pick up that mantle and go with it. Great goaltending, great defense team that maybe doesn't have the the most scoring offensive firepower that's basically been the story for them for a couple years now a few years but uh Simeon Varlamov uh is their goalie he's playing well this season and they have some fun guys uh Matthew Barzal Anders Lee Jean-Gabriel Pajot fun name to say so uh I'm liking that team and liking the way that they played recently and they are our team of the week Nice. Yes, they've had a good run against the Sabres. Uh, the thing about this week is that there has been less hockey this week than there was originally. Uh, for a minute there, things were going at a clip of like, you know, like 10 games a day at times. And now we're we've dialed it back ever so slightly to about five, maybe six games per per, per game day. Uh, Neil, what's going on across the league? Is hockey good? Like, are we epidemiologically doing what is necessary to remain a going concern, both as a league and a podcast? <laughs> well, it does seem to be improving. I don't know that I would chalk it up to uh, the the rules that were put into place. Some, I think we talked about this last week. They Some of which seem to be maybe having an effect, like, uh, for instance, the rapid testing on like the mornings of games and things like that. Some of which seemed 
kind of weird. Like they are now sitting uh, players that have already tested positive, like in between players that uh, haven't tested positive so that they won't spread it. it. It's kind of odd. I don't know what to make uh-huh. of that. Uh, yeah, it seems really, really weird. They've also removed the glass from behind the bench, which uh, is usually for the protection of players from unruly fans. Now that's to, I guess, uh, getting rid of it is to protect them by having more airflow. I don't know what effect any of that is having, but I do know that um, more teams have sort of come back to uh, activity after being put on pause. I think the Flyers are the only team that's uh, on ice right now, no pun intended. Uh, and even they, I think, are practicing. They have a number of guys on on the list, a number of star players out. But um, it seems like for the most part, all the teams that were on the list a week ago are off and they're playing, including the Sabres and Devils. Like I said, a couple teams that perhaps we forgot existed because we had not seen them play in approximately a month. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What have you been watching, Emily? Um, I haven't been watching a lot of hockey, but I did uh, get a Minnesota Wild score alert on my phone and completely forgotten about them because it had been weeks since I had gotten one of those. So that's exciting. I mean, when you're getting the alerts, like I have the same thing for the Colorado Avalanche, who uh, are one of my tiered teams that I follow uh, in in the mix. Um, And also uh, they had been off for a little while, not quite as uh, maybe as long as the wild, because I think they their game against the wild was the last game for either of those teams for like a week plus. Um, But it was nice to see that score alert back and be like, oh, yeah, this is good. They're back. so yeah, that that's a good feeling. Yeah, it's been interesting seeing like again I was going through the hockey like the the most recent game records just to see like it, it, how much it had declined in frequency. And that attendance column is is like over a thousand in some cases and I'm not entirely sure about how I feel about that. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know about that either. <laughs> uh so I suppose like We've uh, we've talked a little bit. We wanted to spend a lot of time this week. Uh, part of my journey has been learning new and exciting things about hockey. And while it may be elusive this year for a team that I like, people play hockey not just for the sake of the sport. They play it because um, there are cups that are offered uh, by, I guess, the government. I'm not really sure uh, for in exchange for doing goods at hockey. And so the Canadian government. We should specify by the Canadian well, government. It could be a lot of governments. I like I saw one from the Russian government. So what I wanted to do like this week was because like, you know, it's time to like understand the stakes. You know, you were in any great story, like in the middle of act one, they're just like, by the way, here's the stakes. Here's what goes wrong. If you, if you don't make it happen, Frodo, like this is what, this is what's up in the world. And, uh, and now like, I feel like we're in enough. I understand enough of the materials of it that we want to go into uh, the rewards for, for doing good at hockey. Um, and so to that end, uh, we have opened up the Wikipedia list of National Hockey League awards. Uh, and we are going to go through this and talk about the different awards. <laughs> yes, we were in, and Emily, we're going to lean heavily on your uh, eye for design and yes. just, you know, uh, all things aesthetic uh, when when looking at these, because we're just a couple of goons. We don't know really much about the beauty of anything i think inherently as goons that's one of our limitations yeah. uh so so i think you're gonna bring goons yearn for more than just punches <laughs> right yeah i mean the lady being <laughs> trophy is like our kryptonite 
I'm sorry, that's B. We're still at the beginning of the alphabet, Neil. First up, uh, the Jack Adams Award. I'll read these out. Neil, you give a little background or thoughts on it, and then Emily, let's talk design. All right, let's talk. Let's talk looks. Let's talk your uh, your feelings towards these awards, be they hockey based or again, uh, you know, just construction based. Because some of these are, are fascinating. Um, this award is awarded annually to the NHL coach a judge to have contributed the most to his team's success. So this feels like it's an insult to hockey teams. They're basically saying that this is the award that you get when your coach dragged your sorry ass as far into the playoff as he could, despite your inabilities. Neil, what is this award? Yeah, well, first of all, I do want to applaud you for saying a judge. There's going to be a lot of a judged in the descriptions of these. <laughs> it's some old-timey sure. Canadian language, whatever uh, about them. But yes, the Jack Adams uh, Coach of the Year Award, uh, named after, I believe he was a Red Wings coach uh, long ago, uh, general manager, coach. He uh, was born in 1894. That tells you a little bit about uh, his uh, his time in the league. Uh, but uh, yes, the, it is a little bit of a backhanded compliment, I guess, because it's sort of like, uh, you know, the, the, we, I coached good. You didn't necessarily play good. Yes. I coached good. But I think it's really more usually goes to the coach of the team that exceeds preseason expectations the most. And sort of like, you know, if you're a surprising team, that we didn't think, we being the media, I guess, didn't think much of, and you do well, then your coach is right there in that Jack Adams mix. And you can get fired like right. months after winning now, the Jack Adams, I should note. There have been like a lot really? of cases. Is this, oh, like yeah. the, is this like the Madden cover of it? Really? It's a oh. little, I mean, I don't know if there's a Jack Adams curse, but I do remember like a good number of times where it's like a guy won the Jack Adams and then uh, in the middle of next season, he was on the street uh, because hockey is random. It's basically like, was your goalie good last year? Okay. You, you get the Jack Adams. What is your goalie bad this year? Okay. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Emily, I've had a chance to take a look at this. What do you think of the Jack Adams aesthetically? Aesthetically, it sort of is the most of the NHL trophies, the one that seems like it's from a high school. Yes. It looks like it's got a baseball card on the top of the trophy, and that's how phoned in it is. It has, it looks like it is a Polaroid photo of Jack Adams on top of the trophy, (laughs) on top of just like a generic cup, on top of a base that has another Polaroid photo of Jack Adams. Same photo, by the way. (laughs) Same same photo photo on the top and on the base. Okay, so again, like ranking the, you know, an F is a total failure, an A is perfection, just a great, where's everybody at on the Jack Adams? Neil, in terms of the hockey history or, or, or state of play, what do you think? Is this a good trophy, an A, or is this a... I think this is a B-tier trophy uh, in terms of prestige. You know, it's good to win, but uh, like I said, it doesn't insulate you from being fired pretty quickly. And where are we at? Where, where, what's your view on this one? I got to give it a D. I think the fact that they repeat the photo twice, the same exact photo, that just cuts it down. Originally, I had it at a C, but that just lowers it further. Yeah, uh, I will be awarding my numbers by how effective it would be to consume a beverage out of the trophy. Uh, And in this case, I have to give it an F because it just like there's no evident way to do that. 
Yes, it's unclear if there's a lid or if it's closed completely. Oh, Emily, okay. do you think that you can grab that like top hockey card and sort of lift up and the lid comes off and it becomes <laughs> like, drinkable from inside? Or you could like mix your drink inside of it. Maybe that would change uh, your, your tear grade. Is it a cocktail shaker? Yeah, yeah, it could be a cocktail I mean, shaker. Let me say, if it's a cocktail shaker, A. If it's not a cocktail shaker, F. So we will look into this. Uh, and it, again, conditional rating from Walt. Next one, you guys might have to abstain from. The next one I have here is the Best NHL Player ESPY Award. Uh, Neil, how how well regarded is the ESPY among, and again, if you must, if, I am the only person in this current room who does not work for the Walt Disney Corporation. And how about this? I'll finish this out by saying you can't drink an alcohol out of an ESPY. Uh, it looks, at best, it looks like an orb atop a plinth. Uh, it kind of looks like what when like Trump went to the Middle East, what they all put their hands on, the glowing orb. It kind of looks like that. So aesthetically, it's all right. Could you want to move on from the SB so that you don't have to talk about your corporation's well, price? I'm not worried about talking about it. I've just, it's such an obscure trophy. I literally don't know what it looks like. And I Google imaged best NHL player SB award, and I still don't know what it looks like. I yeah, you just got to search SB award. They make them the same every time. So the question then is, is it an SB award that's presented during the broadcast or in the pre-show um, before? <laughs> I mean, it is the. Uh, I don't remember ESPN having a, having an NHL package, so I'm not sure if this is a, a primetime broadcast. This this SP was adjudged to be trashed here. <laughs> All right. So is that a, is that an F from Neil? <laughs> I think that's an F tier. All right. Aesthetically, what are we thinking? Anything? I feel like I have to abstain. <laughs> Abstention. I've respected. All right. Um, next award is the Budweiser NHL Man of the Year Award. This was hard to track down, uh, but it's it's uh, it's awarded uh, from the official sponsor of the NHL to the National Hockey League player based on his sportsmanship and involvement with charitable groups. Uh, it uh, was merged into the King Clancy Memorial in 2017-18, so it is a defunct trophy. Um, how do we feel about the Budweiser NHL Man of the Year Award? Yeah, it looks like it hasn't been awarded since 1992, which I like. <laughs> also, yeah. the one that was given to Dave Gagne of the Minnesota North Stars in 1991 is like a slab of very 80s looking wood with the Bud Light logo on it and like the silhouette of a hockey player. And I got to say, I love this. I am really into this. That's the exact one I'm looking at uh, uh, that Walt is holding his. Yeah, I'm trying to make because with. it's not like it's a it's a this classic Wikipedia situation where an award is so obscure that they do not own a photograph of it. Um, so this is the only I, I known tried... photo. It's from Dave Gagne's only... house. <laughs> this award gets an, this award gets an A for me because it is from Bud Light. Even though you can't drink a beer out of it, you can drink one off of it. So, yeah. uh, Neil, I'm not guessing that this is a prestigious prize in hockey. No, but I think uh, just by sheer virtue of it's old, it's defunct, and the way it looks, I'm giving it a B tier. B, excellent. Emily, again, 80s, Budweiser logo, piece of teak. What, where are we at aesthetically on this? Aesthetically, it is actually the most high school award-looking one. It looks like <laughs> what I was given out for uh, doing well as a tech for my high school drama production. <laughs> um, I do need to highlight, so where this photo of 
this plaque came from is an eBay listing. <laughs> oh no, Dave. No, Dave. No, hold on to that trophy. An active one or <laughs> you can buy it now for five ninety five. <laughs> Plus seven ninety five shipping. <laughs> five five hundred ninety five. Let me clarify. Okay. Um, but, this is gonna be a real quick purchase. But the description for this is great. It's we have no background story on this plaque other than it was <laughs> Dave Dagner. Yeah. Okay, that sounds like an A aesthetically, right? I think so. I think the fact that the logo is in color, there's like some sort of image of a crowd on it i don't know to be clear this award this award cost the budweiser corporation ten dollars at most (laughs) like um all right next up the lady bing memorial trophy been alluding to it all week uh neil what is this who gets it and, and is it good yeah, so this is the trophy that is given to the player adjudged to have exhibited the best type of sportsmanship and gentlemanly conduct combined with a high standard of playing ability. Uh, in my mind, this always just goes to players that uh, score a lot and don't rack up a lot of penalty minutes. Mm. So, uh, you know, if you're like a Gretzky type or uh, one of those, you know, what how, how they used to call soft players uh, and, and did not get into fights, basically the antithesis of a goon high skill not a lot of uh violent tendencies you could win this lady bing and i believe lady bing was the wife of the canadian prime minister i don't know which one could have been lester pearson could have been another one uh probably was not uh jacques Trudeau. Bing, right uh so the lady bing right, yes so- i would characterize that in good terms people of at wikipedia hmm Sorry, the good people of Wikipedia say that Lady Bing was the then vice regal consort of Canada. Okay, even better. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I would say in terms of the prestige of getting it, it's probably a D tier, uh, especially the further back into history you go, because um, it's it's a little bit of a backhanded compliment, uh, especially if you're sort of hoping to be a rugged hockey player to be sort of told like, Oh, you played really gentlemanly this season. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, didn't, didn't mix it up a lot. Didn't, didn't go down into the trenches and, uh, hit some folks or, or fight. Uh, not the image that people typically like to cultivate among their hockey players, but I bet that there's a high correlation between winning the lady Bing and having a full set of teeth. Mm. Now, Emily, what do we think about the look of this? It is elaborate. It's elaborate. It feels more like a tennis trophy to me. Wow. That is so good. It does look like a tennis trophy. That you just spoke into being exactly what my mind is trying to wrap itself towards. That is so pre- that's great. This is a tennis ass trophy. Yes. It's a tennis trophy. It's got that shape. You hold it by the little handles. It's got some elaborate sort of silver work going on. Um, so I would say I'd probably give it a C. It gets mm. bonus points in my book for being named after a woman. So I'll take it. Like it. Yeah. Uh, I, so in terms of me, the current trophy seems explicitly designed to be hard to drink out of. Uh, it appears to be, have a very heavy lid. It appears to, it like that lid looks like it comes off of a Dutch oven. Like that's how, that's the magnitude of the lid on top of it. However, 
if you go back in time, the original trophy, extremely drinkable. Extremely. It looks, it's it's like a, a goblet functionally. And I think that they had to change it because they can't have these gentlemen, you know, getting all up in, in their sauce off the Lady Bing. And so I'm going to give it a D for current model, but an A for inspiration. Uh, moving along, the next award that I have here is... Uh, the Calder Memorial Trophy given to the player selected as the most proficient in his first year of competition in the National Hockey League. Is this a rookie trophy? Yeah, it's the most overcomplicated way of saying rookie of the year. <laughs> <laughs> Not much to add to that one. Is, is hockey good at picking rookies early? Do rookies tend to go on to good things in hockey? Or I think for the most part, I mean, it's a, probably a little bit of a mixed bag. Uh, you know, the, the, I don't, I'm not aware of a Calder Trophy curse necessarily, mm. but um, you know, so the, there have been uh, some some great players who have won it. There have been some less than great players. I believe Wayne Gretzky never actually did win the Calder because he was not eligible in his first NHL season because he had started his career in the World Hockey Association with the uh, Indianapolis Racers and then the Edmonton Oilers there. So it's not a trophy that has been won by Wayne Gretzky, which is actually kind of a rare thing uh, in, in NHL history. Is that Brent Gretzky's brother? That's Brent Gretzky's brother. Got it. All right, cool. He uh, also so did not win one, the Calder what, Trophy in his rookie season. <laughs> um, what, what's because your rating on this? <laughs> no. Uh, Sorry, I, I'm sorry for the slander against Brent Gretzky in this. Uh, we'll, we'll make it up to him in our future uh, pod. I, I think this is uh, I think this is an A tier trophy because I do think that uh, as an aspiring prospect, you do take a lot of pride in winning. And we've had some good ones recently, uh, including Artemi Panarin uh, in 2016, the best player on uh, your New York Rangers, Austin Matthews, Matthew Barzell talked about him recently, Elias Peterson won in 2019. And uh, one of my favorites, Kale McCarr, uh, who I believe we've already talked about one of the best names. He won the Calder uh, last year, defending Calder champion. Heck yeah. And then so again, Emily, how how we feel about the Calder? You got you, you got any rookies that you like who won it? Did you like the look of it? it? What do you think? So the Calder right now is in sort of that fun space for NHL trophies where mm-hmm. they have to add another tier um because oh. they um or they're sort of right at the end of the tier they have where they just keep adding recognition of everyone who has ever won this trophy before. Um, which is really and that's fun, a big but, thing in hockey, right? Yeah. Like it does feel like hockey has this obsession with like, let's put everyone's name who ever won this ever on this trophy. That's and nice. it's like, what if we run out of space? Don't worry about it. Not going to be an issue down the line. That'll be someone else's problem. Oh, we'll get there with the Stanley cup. <laughs> I know. Yes. Um, but I have just spent the past several minutes trying to figure out if this thing has two handles or three, and I Whoa. cannot figure out. I I am not sure, but it looks like it could be more than two. I don't know. They're at an angle at the front, which makes me think there has to be one at the back. Yeah. Um. But in it's general, audacious. it's it's a rookie trophy. It's a tiny. It's a tiny cup. It feels like it's sized for a child. Um. Fitting given it's won mostly by children. Um, <laughs> it's a little little league yeah yeah see that's average that's good yeah i like the tier that's a good that's a good call out i think obviously this is just designed for a freshman so i think that it's very drinkable i I give it a b um next up 
We have the King Clancy Memorial Trophy. It is an award given annually to the NHL player who best exemplifies leadership qualities on and off the ice. And he's made a significant humanitarian contribution to his community. Neil, what's this guy? Well, King Clancy, I believe, played for the Toronto Maple Leafs back in the day. Uh, and uh, he was, I, in addition to being a player, he was a coach, a referee, a team executive. He just did did it all uh, back in the day. And uh, I do think that it's it really is just mainly about, like, are you a captain that is respected and people don't have negative things to say about i guess uh and and you have like a compelling uh story uh so a charity named after yourself exactly Mm -hmm. i mean if you have a charity in in your your hometown or your 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 city that you play in i do think that that uh automatically qualifies you for the king clancy so i would say that this uh in terms of tiers i think that this is I'd say it's a B tier trophy. You know, I don't think anybody's going to walk around with a lot of swagger because they won the King Clancy. Be like, hey, check out my King Clancy and have it in their locker room, (laughs) have it in their locker or whatever, (laughs) Uh, you know, and just be like, check me out. I won this award because I was a judge to be the finest leader in the league. But (laughs) hockey is a sport that, you know, like the captaincy is a big deal. They have the C on the Jersey. It's very front and center. Uh, You know, a lot of debate goes into who becomes the captain of a team. And it's like this big deal, I think more so than in any other uh, major sport. So there's a little bit of extra juice to, to winning a leadership trophy, a captaining trophy in hockey than there is in um, other sports, I think. All right. And then how we feel about the look of this one? Um, before I dive into the look, I have to yes. highlight the fact that um, so the Sedine twins won it both. Henrik won it separately in 2015. And in the Wikipedia description, it highlights that basically everything he did to earn this trophy, his brother also did. But his brother <laughs> did not win it. And then two years later, they were both given it as a combined duo. A makeup That's so call. funny. That's like in the Oscars when they're just like, I'm sorry, we only one Cohen brother can be the director of this movie, according to DGA. We know you both did it. We're fully aware of that. But unfortunately, you got to go flip a coin on this one. Like, Do you think they also great. just couldn't tell which one uh, was which? And that was why they did it. They're like, uh, Henrik. Yeah, no, Henrik's the winner. Oh, crap. We picked the wrong Sadine. Damn it. Uh. <laughs> yeah. And then aesthetically, I think it's another tennis trophy. It's fine. Mm-hmm. C, I don't know. C. Uh, C minus. Yeah, it's very shiny, very like des- overt design on it. That top appears to be welded onto the cup. It is an F. I'm sorry. Um, next up in the order, the Clarence S. Campbell Bowl. Uh, it's simply the Campbell Bowl awarded to the Western Conference playoff champion. Uh, Neil kind of speaks for itself here. Yeah, although it is fun to note that, and we'll get this with the perhaps cooler Prince of Wales trophy as well, that the Campbell Bowl and the Prince of Wales trophy, they're given to the conference champions, like you said, uh, of of West and East, respectively. But they used to call the conferences after these guys, Clarence Campbell and the Prince of Wales. That's pretty <laughs> weird. Uh, and I think Clarence Campbell was a longtime commissioner of the NHL uh, back in the day uh, and a former referee before that. Uh, but they used to have really weird names for conferences, divisions. This was like 
you know, uh, the Adams division named after Jack Adams. In fact, uh, the, 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 um, Smythe division, who's Smythe. I don't remember, but we can look into that later. Uh, but the point <laughs> is, is that they had these really confusing, like non-geographical names for, for divisions and conferences. And then when Gary Bettman, who will probably devote a whole episode to took over from, uh, he came from the NBA. He was, he put the kibosh on that very fast. And he was like, guys, we need to, be like the other leagues and have uh, conferences that actually like make sense geographically and people know what you're talking about. So none of this Campbell, none of this Wales stuff, uh, we're making it Western and Eastern, but they still give out the trophies named after um, the, the Campbell and, and Wales former conferences. So in terms of winning the, the Campbell ball, All right. in terms of tier, I would say, and this goes for the, um, this also goes for the Prince of Wales, is that I think they're both F tier trophies because, uh, really, yes, because no player wants to win these if they don't also win the Stanley Cup. And I believe there's also even like right. uh, some kind of superstition about like not touching the Campbell or the Wales. So it's sort of like, <laughs> this is not what we've come here to play for. We don't want to win this. Uh, and if our season ended with this being the best trophy we get, then fuck it. We may as well have just not played. That's the mentality of hockey players. So that's why it's an F tier trophy. It's sort Love of viewed that. at as a, as a um, participation trophy in a way. It's rejected by all the players. They don't touch it. So it's very underappreciated in a way. Wow, that's great. So it is like a, a curse. Like, like nobody wants to go near it. It's uh, This is amazing. It's a deeply powerful object. Um, it looks kind of funky. What do you think? Uh, it's got a lot of elaborate sort of silver work. There's all these leaves going up on it. Um, it is sort of another, it looks kind of like a tennis trophy, but it's got a lot of stuff going on. The little plaques that say who's won it in the past are really elaborate and pretty cool. I give it a B. B. Yeah, it's got it's it's ambitious. It's got something going on. You can definitely drink out of it. This guy's an A. Um, you wouldn't want to because it would be poisoned. Uh, but yeah, no. Interesting. Clarence S. Campbell. Cool. Um, next up, the Charlie Conacher Humanitarian Award. Uh, it was not given since the 80s. We can move on. <laughs> I, yeah, I think that's a smart choice. Yeah. Uh, the Roger Crozier Saving Grace Award. Discontinued in the... 2006-2007 season. It's an award given to the annual to the goaltender who finished with the best save percentage. Uh, is this something that we want to dwell on, Neil, or what do you think? Well, I do like trophies that go to save percentage because it's a little bit of a better stat than goals against average, which <laughs> I believe is what the William Jennings trophy goes to. Uh, also, I do want to note that this was uh, this was the Roger Crozier Saving Grace Award, but it was also officially billed as the MBNA slash MasterCard Roger Crozier <laughs> Saving Grace Award, which I think, Emily, you will have appreciation for, given uh, our love for corporate naming uh, uh, techniques for things like bowl <laughs> games and apparently also awards. Um, so, you know, in terms of the prestige of the trophy, it's a D-tier trophy. No one's heard of it. Um, but at the same time, I, there's probably a special place in my heart for it uh, because it probably awards to a better goalie on average than the William Jennings does. <laughs> um, I will say aesthetically, it's hard to find this sucker, but uh, it looks kind of like it's got the same like look as a star wars battle cruiser uh from the imperials and i don't hate the look it's kind of shiny it definitely looks like 
you could hurt yourself with it, I guess is what I would say. You cannot put it in a drink. It's an F for me. Em, how do you feel? Um, it looks like a corporate award given to corporate <laughs> people. It's an F. It's an it's F. Bad. Amazing. Um, all right. Now we get to some good looking stuff. Uh, now we're getting to the Jim Gregory General Manager of the Year Award. Awarded annually to the general manager that the 41 member panel that includes all 31 general managers uh, think is the best general manager. Um, Neil, how's the Jim Gregory general manager of the year award? Yeah, it's a little bit of a newer uh, trophy, so I I don't even remember this one from growing up. I also don't necessarily know who Jim Gregory was. Apparently died in 2019, Um, so kind of a a recent passing, and they've only given it out since 2010. Uh, I think this is a little bit similar to the Jack Adams, but probably like uh, a little bit more job security after winning it than the Jack Mm -hmm. Adams, but it's another one where it's like, did you make a bunch of trades or signings in the off season and then you like improved and so we'll give you the award um so i think that that's kind of a c tier basically uh and and that's all i have to say about that one <laughs> got it um so i don't know do you have a look of this uh it, it is literally like three dudes dressed in hockey regalia holding up an actual cup uh and it looks deeply cool to me i don't know what you think it's definitely the most involved sculpture I've seen on, on, a, on one of these so far. Uh, Emily, do you have any experience or affection for the top general manager in the NHL? Well, so it does seem like this is an award that all the GMs sort of were like, why don't we have an award? I want to get in on this. We should have an award. According to Wikipedia, it seems like Brian Burke in 1993 was like, clearly probably thought he deserved an award and was like, we should have an award. And then, in 2010, they give it they give, they give it out at the annual GM meeting. So this really is just a bunch of guys wanting to get a trophy. Um, as far as aesthetics, it does sort of feel like it was designed by committee. You've got a cup, and then you've got three hockey players holding up the cup, and then they're standing on top of this big square that has bricks in it. I guess for like building a team and assembling them. Um, <laughs> It feels very much like it was drawn together by these GMs in sort of a conference room as they were trying to come up with what this would look like. Got it. And so what, what, what's, what's your number on that? I guess it's a D. I don't know. I admire the effort put in, but I don't think it comes together. Also, it has like a wood base. It's really shiny where the brick is. Mm. And then the statues of the people are bronze. And then it has a cup on the top. It's just too many cooks. Too many cooks were involved. Yeah, almost absolutely. like a trophy within a trophy because it seems like that cup is like the top of the Stanley. It's like supposed to evoke the top of the Stanley Cup, and it's like don't put another trophy inside of your trophy. Don't try to yeah. scam off of a much more prestigious trophy. Definitely seems like the GMs wanted a bite at the apple, and were a little unhappy when they didn't get a bite at the apple. Um, I give it an A because you can definitely drink out of that. Um, next up, Hart Memorial Trophy. Originally known as the Hart Trophy, wonder what happened to Hart. Neil, what is the Hart Memorial Trophy? 
Yeah, so this is another fancy way of saying the MVP. Uh, so <laughs> that is, it's the most prestigious trophy probably outside of the Stanley Cup, uh, which we'll talk about later. Um, and this is the trophy that everybody wants to win. Like if you win the Hart Trophy, you are officially a superstar in the league and uh, you are either the best player in the league or you had a season that was so great that it was just undeniable that um, you were the the player that was driving the success of your team. So I have no choice but to give it an S tier uh, trophy, even though uh, the look Ooh. of it is, yes, it's our, it's our first S tier grade from me, or I think from any of us so far. Yeah. Um, and I think it deserves it. Anyone uh, so far. Yeah. Aesthetically, I have to chime in that this might be the most phallic trophy. It's very strange looking. It's um, <laughs> I don't know what this bulb on the end of it is supposed to be evoking, uh, like a flower of some sort. I'll let you go into that, Emily. But I just want to note, it's a strange looking trophy for an S-tier trophy. Yeah, I admire that they're trying to do something a little different. It's sort of... I would compare it more to like an Olympic torch with just like a mm. giant flame. Um, and it's got wildly oversized flame. Wildly oversized. Um, it's got a clear place to hold it. I, I give it an A, I think, just because it's something different. It's not a cup. They were just like, we're just, you know, flames, they're the heart of the team. I don't know, but it's fun. It's different. It's comically oversized. Yes. I it looks it. like an onion on a stick. It's, uh, I like it. I can't drink out of it. Unfortunately, that means it's an F for me. Um, uh, next up, the William N. Jennings, right, sorry, the William M. Jennings Trophy is an annual NHL award given to the goaltender who, uh, with the fewest goals scored against based on regular season play. Um, Neil, how's this one looking? Yeah, this one is sort of the lesser of the goaltending ones that anyone has heard of. Apologies to Roger Crozier. Um, <laughs> and I believe it's just a function of like, it's not even decided by like voters or anything. It's just literally like, A, did you play for the team that allowed the fewest goals allowed? And then did you hit some like arbitrary threshold? So some years, like the one goalie from that team will win. Sometimes it'll be like, if they have a committee in net, those two goalies will win. And I don't think most players like care that much. Most goalies even care about it. I mean, it's good to be on a team on the one hand, good to be on the team that allowed the fewest goals. But secondly, it's not really about you. It's about the team and it can be shared. Uh, so I think for that reason, it's, uh, it's like somewhere between D and C it's one of the older ones. So I'll, I'll give it a C tier. Just give it the benefit of the doubt. A gentleman C a lady Bing style C. C C minus. Yeah. Um, how are we looking on this, Emily? What do you think of it? So the cup itself on the trophy is really plain and boring, and it's got a little modeled goaltender on it. The stand it's on, also really plain, boring. But I will say this has my favorite plaques showing oh. who all the former winners are and that they're tiny little goalie sticks, which I think is so great. So I would give the plaques an A, the rest mm -hmm. of the trophy D. Got it. So it's a very a duality of because again, like it is, it can be a tie. So you can have a couple things going on. I, I not only can you drink out of this, you can like make a punch bowl out of this. This is an A tier trophy. Great William and Jennings trophy. Um, next up, we have the Karlamov trophy. The Karlamov trophy is an ice hockey award given to the best Russian player. Uh, it is. Uh, that's that's just. It, I didn't know how many you know, that this was coming up, but there's a couple of these. Uh, and this would appear to be a plaque. Uh, Neil, do you got anything on this one? 
Not really. I mean, it seems to go to some really excellent, like all-time great players. Like Alexander Ovechkin has won it like a bunch of times. Pavel Datsuk, Nikita Kucherov won it in what appears to be the last installment. I don't know if they just stopped giving it out. I also don't know who they is uh, in terms of who awards this. Um, so I, I would say based on star power alone, it, it should uh, be higher. Also, but like, I don't think many people have heard of it. So but those two balancing out, I give it a C. C, got it. Uh, again, just kind of a plaque. Emily, what, what do you think of it? It's a plaque. It's D. It doesn't really, it doesn't have the uh, the fun of the Bud Light logo. It It's a plaque. I don't know what yeah. else to add. Uh, it's a plaque. You can't drink off of it. That's an F. Um, next up, we have the Ted Lindsay Award. The Ted Lindsay Award is formerly known as the Lester B. Pearson Award. It is awarded annually to the National Hockey League's most outstanding player in the regular season, as determined by the NHL Players Association. So, Neil, this is the Players Association Award, kind of the uh, companion to the heart. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's basically instead of the media voting on it, it's the players. So in that sense, it's actually maybe more of a compliment because your your peers have decided that have adjudged. Sorry, have adjudged that adjudged. you're the best player, the most valuable <laughs> player, whatever you want to call it. Uh, it's named after terrible Ted Lindsay. Uh, that was a complimentary nickname because he was so terrible to play against. He was on the Red Wings uh, hey. for a long time uh, and uh, is a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest players ever uh and so i would say you know if the heart trophy is an s tier i would say the um the lester pearson or ted Lindsay, whatever we're calling it uh is an a tier by the way if you've ever flown into toronto you've probably flown into the lester b pearson uh airport uh but uh, he is no longer recognized by oh. this trophy that's been revoked uh we've decided but i still think it's an a tier trophy because the list of players that went it is as good as the heart trophy by definition like most of the time they agree it's kind of weird sometimes they disagree i think mm. sometimes the heart will go like to a spectacular goalie season but the Lindsay will the the they'll, the players will be like eh, we're still going to give it to the skater uh usually a high scorer so there's sometimes disagreements about who the best player is uh between the two which i think is healthy and a sign of, you know, uh, a full range of opinions about players being considered. So good for you, Ted Lindsay slash Lester B. Pearson. <laughs> All right. And then this is a very good looking trophy. Uh, what do you think? I think it is. So it's it's an interesting trophy in that I like a lot of the elements going on. So Ooh. it's sort of like, it's like a column and then you have this big statue of ted Lindsay up top and it's gold but it's got red accents for his sweater and his uniform and stuff um but then you also have these like silver hockey sticks that are on all the corners of the trophy oh. and then the like little feet that this trophy has are little silver pucks so there's so many great like little elements that i love about it but it's also one of those trophies i look at and i'm like where do you hold it this is just like a very complicated <laughs> trophy. I feel like I would drop it if it was given to me. Um, so it's, I think all the little elements are A's, but put together as a whole knocks it down to a B. Got it. I yeah, will Ted say Lindsay, this- Ted Lindsay is only attached to this trophy by one very small skate blade. It feels like it would be very easy to snap Ted off the top <laughs> of the trophy. And then he would become like a starting lineup figure. 
<laughs> yeah, very action figurey. I will not lie, this does kind of look like Ted Lindsay's grave. Um, it kind of <laughs> looks a little bit like like a gigantic tombstone that Fun you would note. see when you're driving to LaGuardia. Fun note: there's a little bit of Ted Lindsay's ashes inside of each Ted Lindsay oh, award. No. No, um, but yeah, beyond that, I think you can't drink out of it, so it's an F. Um, next up, moving right along, let's truck through these guys. We're, we got we, we're we're making record time. The Bill Masterson Memorial Trophy. It is the hockey player who exemplifies perseverance, sportsmanship, and dedication to ice hockey. Neil, I keep on hearing this shit. What is this? <laughs> yeah, this is generally the comeback player of the year, basically oh. the equivalent of that from other ones. Uh, Bill Masterson. The only player in NHL history to die as a direct result of injuries suffered during a game. That is a direct quote from the Wikipedia page about this award. So good for him or not? I don't know. But basically, these are for players that come back from injuries, illnesses, various, you know, like cancer, that type of thing. And they come back and play. So in terms of tiers, I would say it's a B tier trophy. I mean, it's a it's a great thing to have won because it means that you still are playing professional hockey despite something horrible happening to you and so i think that that alone is is worthy of a b tier yeah part of it too is that they're sort of generally an accepted winner or like a couple of people in the running each season it's just sort of obvious given the narrative that people have but each team is required to submit a nominee so Uh you have occasionally it was like the Bruins would submit theirs. And sometimes it was just like, I don't know, this guy's been, he's been playing for a long time. So we, it's like, <laughs> he's really tired. He's not going to win, but you have to submit a nomination. And <laughs> it's just like a very, I don't know, it's an iffy thing to navigate around, I guess. It is not an honor to be nominated. <laughs> <laughs> if you're uh, not going to win, no. Uh, again, so it is just three torches. Uh, kind of a fir- new motif for us. Yeah. Again, silver, gold, you have the gold flames. Um eh, C B, I don't know. It's I miss the sort of big it's gonna be a torch that we had earlier. It's it's just torches. It's the internal flame of a hockey player or something. I don't know. Mm, it never stops yeah. burning inside these guys. Yeah, you can't drink out of fire. This thing's enough for me. Uh, the E.J. McGuire Award of Excellence is uh, the Hockey League draft prospect who best exemplifies the commitment to excellence through strength of character, competitiveness, and athleticism. Um, and uh, kind of hard to find, but but Neil, what's the word on this? Doesn't really this seem just like sounds a- like the Monty Burns Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. So uh, I, I have to say this one is not known all that well. Uh, and I guess they still give it out. They give it. They gave it to someone named Zade Wisdom last year, which is a cool name. I will not deny that. Uh, so uh, yeah, I guess uh, it's. Uh, I guess it's like a D tier trophy. Of the six people, I'm sorry, of the five people, like, again, they gave it to the Humboldt Broncos one year, it seems in dedication to that, but of the five human beings who have been awarded it, three of them have red links on Wikipedia, so I don't know how good it is at doing what it's designed to do. Yeah, that's why it gets the D tier. (laughs) Got it. Um, Aesthetically, it's hard to track down. It looks very corporate. Yeah, I was going to say corporate. It is an engraved glass little pillar thing d it, it's it's a corporate award it's a corporate award and you I'll can't drink out of that any uh sort of trophy house it, it kind of jd power and associates look it's not <laughs> the best yeah jd um, power is a great hockey name by the way 
That's a great name for a hockey player. Um, next up, the Mark Messier Leadership Award is a National Hockey League award that recognizes an individual as a superior leader within the sport. We keep on just getting awards that are kind of for the same thing on paper. Yeah, it feels like we already have this for the King Clancy, so I'm not totally sure what the difference is. Uh, but uh, it's named after Mark Messier, who is a great all-time, like the captain of captains, uh, a longtime player. So I'm going to give it a C tier. See, um, it's tough to track down. It's got an interesting look. Uh, it it, it kind of looks like uh, like a big shadow guy with other shadow guys behind it. It's got a three dimensional thing. It's at least kind of ambitious, you know. Okay, yeah, that's kind of cool. Also, the little plaques are hockey jersey shaped. Mm. Um, which I, I see that you're kind of a sucker for like the the plaques doing something interesting. Yeah, it's like you have that to work with. So I want to see something done with it. <laughs> B, I guess. I don't know. B. It looks like you would cut yourself if you drank from it. F. NFL, sorry, NHL Foundation Player Award. Um, it looks like it's, no, it's it's gone now. It doesn't exist anymore. Um, and it looks bad. Do you want to move on to the next one? It's another corporate award. It's another okay. corporate award. Moving along. The yeah, James I say move Norris on. trophies are F tier. All of them. The James Norris Memorial Trophy or the Norris Trophy is awarded to the top defense player who demonstrates throughout the season they are greatest all-around player. Neil, what is the Norris? This is basically the Hart Trophy for defensemen. And uh, I think by virtue of that, uh, it's it's a little below the Hart. So it's a A-tier, not an S-tier trophy. But it is a trophy that I think if you're a defenseman, you want to win this. Uh, this is like your... your uh, championship as a player is winning that in addition to the actual championship. Is this the the defenseman award for scoring defensemen or just regular defensemen? It's just all defensemen. So it really can go. I think it has a history of probably going to like scorers. Uh, you know, you have to put up some number of points to do it. You're not going to, as a stay at home defenseman, you're probably not going to win. Although there have been some rugged, uh, you know, not high scoring defensemen to win it. Like I remember, um, in the nineties, they would give it to like Chris Chelios. He wasn't like the biggest scorer, but he was known for his like checking and defense. And, uh, uh, they, they recognize that, but more often than not, you can win this. If you pile up a lot of points as a defenseman and you're not like too horrible defensively, I guess. Yeah. Um, how we feel about the look of this. It feels very conventional in terms of how it looks, but, uh, you know, convention ain't bad. It's a D. It's kind of boring. The thing on a stand. Yeah, you can definitely drink out of it a lot. That's like it. It seems very clearly built in that the top is removable. Um, this is just a great trophy by 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 that term. Um, I do like how it's been awarded sixty one times to twenty six players, meaning that sometimes just people just keep on getting it. But uh, yeah, it's a good vibe of a trophy. It seems like it would kind of stick around on somebody's shelf for a while. Um, next up, we have the O'Brien Trophy or the O'Brien Cup, as labeled on the trophy itself. It's a retired trophy. I did want to mention it only because it looks bomb. It looks really cool. It looks like some very old-timey shit. It looks kind of like a high school award, but like if your high school was founded by George Washington, it looks like a cool award. Um, Google it. We don't need to rate it. It's just a thing. Next up, the Lester Patrick Trophy. Uh, it has been presented by the National Hockey League to honor a recipient's contribution to ice hockey in the United States. So is this an American trophy or, or what's going on here, Neil? 
Yeah, it, it's uh, named after a guy who was like the New York Rangers general manager coach. Fun fact on Lester Patrick is he played in the NHL at goalie, I believe at the age of like 50 or something like that, because his team, he was coaching the team. They ran out of goalies and they didn't have any other players. And he was like, screw it. I'm putting on the pads and playing. And he literally <laughs> played for like a whole period in a freaking Stanley Cup final game uh, as like a 50 year old and I think only allowed maybe one goal and they won uh, the game in the championship so that's pretty badass uh, as the basis of, of the name of your trophy in terms of like what it actually is I don't even know what it means I think it's just for like very amorphous levels of contribution to like promoting the game so I think it's uh I think it's a d-tier trophy in terms of prestige despite how cool Lester Patrick was got it uh what do you think Emily um so this is one of those that seems to be there's like one official trophy that looks like it's like six feet tall basically because you have this sort of trophy itself is this giant bus or giant I think full size um or full body uh thing of lester patrick and then it's of course on a giant wooden base that lists everyone that's ever received it and then if you actually receive it you just get a very tiny version um (laughs) (laughs) it looks like it exists in like a college building and it's (laughs) one of those things that it's like students are either supposed to touch it once and get luck from it or like never touch it at all kind of (laughs) D, it's fine. Yeah. Can't check out a Lester Patrick. So moving on to the next one. Um, this one is recently defunct, but I did want to bring it up because it seems like the kind of thing that, Neil, you'd be all over. It's the NHL Plus Minus Award. Yes, so this one go went to pretty uh, simple, went to the player that had the best plus minus. Plus minus is a stat that maybe has like a checkered history. People have different feelings about it. Uh, it's essentially you get a plus if you're on the ice for an even strength or shorthanded goal that your team scored. You get a minus if you're on the ice for an even strength or uh, power play goal that uh, your team allowed, like when you were on the power play. Uh, and so it just kind of adds up like, were you on the ice when good things happen? Uh, but because of the random nature of hockey, sometimes players with great plus minuses could be not so great players or uh, more often than not, great players will have negative plus minuses because they were assigned against really tough competition. So they're always going up against the guys that score the most. Of course, they're going to have negative plus minuses. I do think there's a little bit of value to it because it's like, you know, it tells you a little bit about a player's defense if you look at it in concert with their point scoring. Um, so I think there's some so a little bit of value to it. And so leading the league in it is probably a good thing. And if you look at who has led the league in this and won this trophy, there's a lot of Gretzky. There's a lot of Bobby Orr. There's a lot of uh, Bobby Clark and, and you know, Hall of Fame type guys uh, on the list. So I'm not mad at this trophy. Uh, and, uh, but it doesn't exist anymore. So I think it's probably like, uh, it's a D tier trophy. All right. Uh, now we need to talk about the aesthetics of it. Um, Emily, do you want to talk about the aesthetics of it? <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It, it looks like those, like, uh, things they would sell at malls that were like yeah. crystals with something great. No, it looks like if you're, if you're like getting divorced and you're in an airport, that that's what you buy for your kid at the gift shop on the way home. Like a little crystal thing. It also kind of looks like a marital aid. I don't really know why this is a very good award. I will also remark one last reason for this is that over the course of its run, it was known as the, by several different sponsors, including the Emory edge award, 
the Alka Seltzer Plus Award, the Bud Ice Plus Minus Award, and the Bud Light Plus Minus Award on two occasions. I love the Alka-Seltzer sponsorship because nothing says you were on the ice for a lot of goals more than (laughs) Alka-Seltzer. Like, what's the tie in there? I don't understand. I have no idea. Bud Uh, Ice. It's like you were on the ice. Yes, Bud Ice. Yeah. All right. I see what what you're going for. Uh, How are we rating this one? D. D. If there's a time to pull out your F, it's probably for the for the Bud Light Frost minus one. Um, D. Uh, so next up, we have the President's Award. Uh, it is an award presented by the National Hockey League to the team that finishes with the most points. Neil, what's the President's yeah. Award? For? Well, if there was a tier lower than F, is there a tier lower than F? I feel like I already burned my F on the uh, conference-specific uh, trophies, but this one is like the same idea, but even worse. So it is an F-tier trophy, if that's the lowest I can it go. It's a G-tier. All right, it's cool. It's a G-tier trophy. It's cursed. Uh, the teams <gasps> actively don't want to win it uh, because it has a long history of not, uh, despite being to the team that has the best record during the regular season, those teams don't tend to win the Stanley Cup very often at all. Uh, and so it has created this mythology around it where it's like, if you win the President's Trophy, well, you're definitely not going to win the Stanley Cup. There is a President's Trophy curse, and you can find that. It probably has its own Wikipedia page. F tier. G tier. <laughs> G tier. Uh, aesthetically, how do we feel? I think it's pretty rad. It's also a rare NHL trophy that doesn't list everyone that has ever won it on it um it is just sort of the trophy itself it has these three columns so you have clear places to hold it which is a problem with a lot of these nhl trophies and then you have sort of a little shallow cup that is held up by it looks like three hockey sticks so it's a little funky it's the most modern looking of the nhl trophies i have to say it definitely looks like a world's fair designed it yes yes aesthetically i might get a i think it's it's yeah. doing something different. All the other ones are just cups on wooden stands. This is very different. So this I is very idea. drinkable. I think that this is the one that has the biggest asymmetry between how rad it looks and how much people actually desire it. This is yeah. very interesting. <laughs> oh, huge gap. Huge gap. All right. Now we get... Now, Neil, you kind of covered a lot of this when we did the Clarence, but the Prince of Wales trophy. Damn this unit. This is a big one. <laughs> yeah, Eastern Conference champ, and uh, I gave the other one an F tier, so I'll give this one an F tier also for the same exact reason. All right, Emily, how do we feel about the look of this honker? <laughs> um, I give it an A. I think it's great. You've got another sort of thing of these subtle uh, hockey sticks going up and down it. You've got what looks like the crystal wedged in the bottom. What is that? That's so rad. More things should have crystals wedged in the bottom for value. it's great it's got so much going on it's got gold detail silver detail it's i think it's rad it's it's a good looking one i don't think that you can drink out of it but i don't really mind because it does have a crystal and i feel like that's just getting my energies in the right area that's this is a b um the healing power of crystals are all i mean listen listen man it's been a stressful year for a lot of people i'll take what i can get (laughs) um uh the maurice quote rocket richard trophy uh, uh, the leading goal scorer in the National Hockey League. Uh, Neil, what's the vibe on the Rocket? 
Rocket Richard. This is one of the great all-time. Yes, he's a famous French Canadian hockey player. The French the Quebecois on me. Damn it! All right. Yeah, yeah he, he played for the Montreal Canadiens and was an epic goal scorer. So it's fitting that this goes to the leading goal scorer by the numbers in the league. I think the tiebreaker is if you played fewer games uh, than the person you're tied with, then uh, you get the trophy. Maurice Richard also very violent man. Uh, many stories. Uh, he, at one time, he uh, attacked another player and was suspended, which created a riot that's called the Richard Riot. I believe this was in 1955. Uh, so that's another <laughs> thing to go into. Whenever you have a riot named after you and a trophy named after you, yeah, you've done something right, I guess. I don't know. But uh, yes, the Rocket Richard Award is a very prestigious award because it means that you are a sniper you uh, can can score goals better than anyone else. And so I think that makes this an A-tier trophy. All right. And this is a this is a, a very good-looking trophy, I think. It's got, like, wings and things. It's like, what, what, what are we feeling about this? I feel like this is, this is one that can do some serious damage. Yeah, I think I give it a B. You've got the big gold uh, Richard sculpture on top, and then you've got these big fan things jutting out from the side. I don't know. I'm mixed on it. I'm not as high as you guys seem to be, but it's all right. Yeah, I I think it just looks it looks very fly. It looks like a transformer. It uh you can definitely open a beer off of it, so I also give it a B. Um next up, the Art Ross Trophy. Uh the Art Ross Trophy is uh given given to the National Hockey League player adjudged uh to be leading the league in points at the end of the regular season. Yeah, it's another one of these statistical trophies for just like, did you lead the league in category X? But this one is points, which are more prestigious than goals because they are goals plus assists. So it means that you contributed to more goals uh, potentially, but not always, than the person that scored the most goals themselves. Uh, And so when we talk about like the leading scorer in the league, we're talking about the player that's on pace to win the Art Ross trophy. Uh, And so I think for that reason, I think it's... It's an S tier. I mean, I'm uh, maybe it's on the border between an A tier and an S tier, uh, but I do think it's an S tier because it's in that same category as the heart. Where it's like, if you won this thing, you know, this does not go to bad players. This goes to your Gretzky, and in fact, Gretzky, I believe, won it some absurd number of times in a row, uh, and I think is the all-time leader in most uh, Art Ross trophies. So again, if Gretzky has like won this thing more than anyone else, then that probably means it's a pretty prestigious trophy. All right. Uh, How we we feel about the look of this one? It's another cup on a big wooden pyramid. (laughs) But I will say the cup itself has some really nice ornate silver details on it. The little plaques are little pucks. I give it a B, but again, it's, it's just not a big wooden pyramid. Yeah, no, I agree. I have a very similar vibe. It looks very cauldron-like. This is going to be my exact vibe for this next one. The Frank J. Selkie Trophy, awarded to the NHL forward, who demonstrates the most skill in the defensive component of the game. So this is, this is a little like if A, then B, Neil. Yeah, it's a little narcy in that regard, uh, and it's the yeah the best defensive forward. Uh, usually goes to a player that scores at least some, so it's not technically t- it's the same as the Norris, where it's like you got to score a little bit to be on people's radar to to win this. Uh, but also, you have to be known as like a gritty two way. You know, you play a lot on the penalty kill, that type of thing. Um, Frank J. Selkie was the GM of the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Montreal Canadiens, so a little interesting rival action going on in his career. I would. Say 
say this is an A tier trophy. It's for forwards what kind of the Norris is, where like you want to win this trophy. It's kind of a validation of oftentimes the the guys that win this are like they've sacrificed some of their personal numbers to be responsible checkers in their own zone. And they, you know, feel like this is kind of a validation of the the hard work that they put in. They're not one of those cherry pickers that doesn't play any defense and never goes into the corners like a Lady Bing winner might be. Instead, they they are committed to playing defense and maybe blocking some shots <laughs> and checking. So that's why I think this is an A-tier trophy. It's basically the Patrice Bergeron trophy. It has been that, yes, <laughs> in recent years. And before that, the Pavel Datsuk trophy. Yeah. So uh, so this is a A-tier, you say? I think it's an A-tier. B-tier? Yeah, I A-tier. think it's A. What do we think aesthetically? It's got some... As far as cups go, this is like... It's a little bit more elaborate. It's got crowns and shit. Yeah, I give it an A. I think it's an elaborate cup. It's got like the sort of crown top, as you mentioned, these sort of ribbons on it, and then some ribbing on it it also and it has handles but they're like rings that you can grab that are mm. by what looks like lions you also the little plaque is a little puck but it's turned a different way than the puck on the last one so i like that there's a lot going on with it give it so an a. It's, it's a good one i would give it an a too um next we come up to the, we're coming to the end folks we got only a few more left so the close con, to the finish line the con smythe trophy uh, or the Trophy Con Smythe in in French. Uh, it nice. is the most valuable player during the National Hockey League Stanley Cups playoff. Yes, and that's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, they are judged to be that, but they tend to <laughs> almost always be on the team that won. They're either like the leading scorer on the team that just won the cup uh, or the goalie that for the team that just won the cup, and they are awarded within like seconds of having the cup handed uh, to the captain of the winning team. I, this is an S-tier trophy. If you win this, it means that you won the Stanley Cup, most likely, and that you were sort of the vital force driving that. Uh, it's named after, get this, you'll never believe this, a guy who was the general manager of the Toronto Maple Leafs, like almost every other trophy that we've <laughs> talked about so far. I'm sensing a theme, uh, but this one is cool, and Emily uh, can get into this too, but it has a silver replica of Maple Leaf Gardens on the trophy and a very bendable-looking maple leaf, like kind of thin maple leaf behind it, so it looks cool. It looks heavy as anything and so it's another one where it's like don't drop this uh but uh i think this is an s-tier trophy because because uh, of what it means and also what it means about how well you played yeah aesthetically i would give it an s2 i think it i love it i love also how like weird it is in the context it's presented so it as Neil mentioned, it has sort of the silver building and then it has this big bendy maple leaf behind it that looks really dangerous as well as the plaques are maple leaf shaped. And what they do is they give this to the players after the game. So it's during the trophy presentation. So the person that wins it is given this big heavy, it's on like a another giant wood pyramid and it's given to you on the ice and you have to skate around and hold it and do all this stuff. There's nowhere to, there's like nowhere to hold on it. There's no handles. It's this giant wooden pyramid with another square on top. And then this really bendy looking leaf that looks like if you grab it, you're going to break it. It looks like it. Yeah. It looks like it it will give me tetanus. Like, (laughs) unquestionably. It looks like it's it's from the Canadian Architecture Society. I kind of like it. Unfortunately, 
unclear how one will drink out of it. So while this is a double S tier for you guys, it is unfortunately an F for me. Um, still a great trophy. Um, next up, we come to the... This one really threw me for a loop. Um, well, maybe this isn't actually one that we should talk about. It's the Dan Snyder Memorial Award, but it's only to a player from the Winnipeg Jets. So that frightened me seeing the phrase Dan Snyder on an award. Um, now we come to... <laughs> Uh, we're going to briefly skip one real quick and just kind of finish it out big. But so next up is the Vene- the Vezina trophy. Vezina. 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 I'm sorry. The Vezina trophy is awarded annually to the NHL's goaltender. Who's adjudged to be the best at this position. Right. Yeah. This is, uh, like I said, the Jennings is based on goals allowed, but it's not really for like, where you considered the best goalie. This is the best goalie. This is the equivalent of the Hart Trophy or the uh, Norris or, or what have you for goalies. Uh, and so it's a very prestigious trophy and, um, you, you can't really be better at the position than a Vezina winner. And they talk about like, if you've won it before, they're like, this guy was a Vezina winner a few years ago. So we should, which, so we should give him that seven year contract with the double digit cap hit uh, and regret that. Um, so I, I yeah, it's an S tier <laughs> trophy for me. It's one of the like big, it's one of the big ones we'll say. Yeah, it's also it's just a big trophy. There's a lot going on. You've got the <laughs> wood literal base. big it's one photo of Vezina. Yeah, it's got all these like swoopy silver details. It's got plaques that are in different shapes on it. It's got like pillars and a thing on top, and it there's just so much going on. It also has two um, goalie sticks crossed with like a wreath on it. There's just so much happening here, and it kind of works, but it kind of doesn't. I give it an A for trying. There's a lot going on and it is kind of a kitchen sink approach, but it does look good. The thing that's interesting with this trophy is just like, it genuinely seems like it's hard to actually light it. Like it's just got so much overhanging shit that like, if you correctly lit it from one side, you can't see a quarter of the trophy. So it seems like, like, uh, you definitely can't drink out of it. So unfortunately, an F on this end. Yeah, um, well, those are fir- there are first world problems, and then there are Hall of Fame curator <laughs> problems, and that's the <laughs> Hall of Fame curator problem. Uh, we come to the end here with not. We'll come to the end in a second. The Viking Award is awarded annually to the best Swedish hockey ice player in North America. It's decided by a vote among all Swedish-born players participating in the NHL uh this this rules yeah this is one that maybe i'm not as familiar with as having existed until i looked at the wikipedia page but it has been awarded since 1975 and it seems really cool like you said it's voted on by the swedish players and can only go to swedish born players and there have been some great swedish born players so i would say this is a b-tier award despite me not really knowing about it until quite recently uh, I will say, uh, Emily, for our purposes, it is ungoogleable. I can't find what this fucker looks like. <laughs> so. yeah, I'm, I'm trying. I see other awards that are just Vikings uh, and trophies you can buy, but it does not look like it is the Viking award. Yeah, it is very hard to do. We're going to assume that it looks exactly as rad as we hope it does. Um, so lastly, and you know, finally, uh, we come to the Stanley Cup. Uh, somewhat notorious, Neil, what, what's, the, what's the deal on this one? It's an S tier trophy or higher. <laughs> it's the champion of the league. And it's uh, a trophy that if you're a player and you hope to win it uh, as a part of the winning team someday, uh, you know, if you're growing up and you see it somewhere, you go to the Hall of Fame, someone else has it, you know, somewhere you don't touch it. 
because you cannot touch this as a player until you've earned that right by winning it in the actual NHL playoffs. It's uh, the best award in hockey and it's an S plus 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 tier trophy. And I think it's the best championship trophy in all of sports also. Yeah. uh, I mean, aesthetically we, this is where you just, we go off like, please. (laughs) It's amazing. I love it. I love the insanity of it, of it's, there's just like one or well, technically there's three, but there's really just one. And the cup itself is just like this tiny little dainty cup. And then it has grown with this modular ring system. So the trophy has changed over time including looking just like really bonkers during the thirties and forties when (laughs) like this big stove pipe is what they would call it. (laughs) Um, I think there's no trophy quite like it. I love that all the players get a day with it and there's sort of this lore around it that I think we don't see with any other sports trophy, especially given that there's just one and it just travels around from person to person and it collects various bumps and bruises and stories and there's a guy that just has to take care of it that's his job and he looks so cool like there's a whole tangent we could do on the aesthetics of the keeper of the cup (laughs) i love it it's it's i mean it objectively is the most drinkable possible trophy It, it is the coolest thing so i think s tiers all around best trophy best best of all um and yeah, it's just, it's it's a great it's a great looking cup. And like I didn't I've never noticed, but like yeah, no, they just keep on adding to the bottom of it. That this, this is extremely rad, and I like it. Yeah, yeah. The names of I mean I don't know who got kicked off in the most recent round because they do have to sort of like when they do run out of space they uh, dump. And you can if you go to the Hall of Fame, you can see there's a room where they have the strips of silver that have the names engraved that they had to take off. Uh, so they just preserve them there. Um, but for now, I mean, it contains literally the name of every player on a team that won the cup going back decades upon decades. So you can kind of look at it and you can see Wayne Gretzky and you can see, you know, all the legends names on it, which is really awesome. That's great. Um, so this brings us again, like longest episode ever. We try to keep this under an hour. Sorry for going over this time, but this, this merited it. We had a a journey and we had to solve it. And, and we have arrived at the end of that journey and we've solved it. Uh, Stanley cup, best one. There's a couple other really good ones. Uh, higher awards all around for the Selkie. Like that seems like a good one on each of our points. Um, fascinating game hockey, all these aesthetics, I guess, Neil, what should we watch out for this week? Well, this week is very special because there's the Lake Tahoe game uh, or a set of games between the Flyers and Bruins and then the Golden Knights and the Avalanche. Uh, and the great thing about that is based on what we talked about last week, the coronavirus being less likely to spread outdoors. This is probably the safest game or two games of the yeah. season so far. Um, so they've got that going for them. Uh, those are really good games. Also, Lightning are playing the Hurricanes. They're playing the Dallas Stars a couple times uh, over the next week. And watch out for the Flames and the Leafs. That's a, a great game on, I believe, uh, right before we record. It's on Monday. So uh, keep an eye on that one. Those are the games on my radar in the week ahead. All right. And so uh, end of the episode, Emily, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks. This is great. Yes. It's very fun uh, to look through and stare at all these wooden pyramids. So many wooden pyramids. Yeah. 
so many wooden pyramids. I feel like I've learned a lot about trophy design now, what to do, what not to do. What to do is just to make the Stanley Cup again. Um, so where can folks find you? Uh, yeah, I'm at 538. And then on Twitter, I'm at underscore Shem, S-C-H-E-M. Yeah. I tweet a lot about uh, reality television, less so about sports, um, though probably more so about sports given Osaka Williams is going to start soon. Yeah. 35 minutes as of right now. And I'll see how quickly I can get this episode out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then Neil, where can folks find you? Yeah. So I'm also at five thirty eight, uh, and, uh, I'm on Twitter. Yes, it, it is. We're all connected with that, uh, very closely. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Neil underscore pain. I'm on the hot takedown podcast. And of course I have to pimp out as always my GitHub, uh, it's Neil pain five, three, eight. And you can find uh, uh, player stats, you can find team stats, you can find playoff odds for the current NHL season updating every morning at my GitHub. And how about you, GitHub. Walt? Everybody, everybody check out his GitHub. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Walt Hickey, and I'm the uh, Senior Editor for Data Insider. We're coming out with some great stuff all the time over at Insider. And uh, and you should follow my newsletter, which is called NumLock. It's a daily morning newsletter. It's fun. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got. Thanks again for everybody coming on this week. This is a fun one. Yeah, we're we're gonna have to do it again. Yes. More trophies. <laughs> trophies.